Hey guys, welcome back to another episode here on the podcast. This is just the beginning. I am so sorry that I've not done an episode in, I think, at least over a month, maybe even two months. It has been so chaotic and it's crazy how it's July. And I think I say this every time I do a podcast, I'm like, it's crazy that it's this month, whatever. And it is true because, I don't know, I feel like at the start I just did so many episodes and now I'm not doing as many just because I'm just really busy. But I'm definitely going to do weekly ones, if not bi-weekly ones, and I'm going to choose a date when I'm going to record and post and I'll keep you guys all updated about that. So I am very sorry, but here it is now. I'm saying it to you guys, I'm keeping this promise that this podcast is definitely going to have a lot more attention than my blog does at the moment because it is my two ways of reaching out to you guys and also kind of keeping my own personal journal and diary as well and that's why I kind of do this podcast as you guys probably know by now that it's on one hand it is to help anyone else even if it's one person with each episode I really don't care I want to help at least one person out there with the things I have to say the advice I have to say even though well I'm 20 now which is also insane um yeah even though I'm still really young I still have a lot to say about the world so I hope you guys can take that with a grain of salt just that I don't know everything I don't think anyone is at everything and I've not lived certain experiences but I still have opinions of them so yeah that's just what I do and a huge reason why I do do this podcast is just for me and as I said if that means that I help one person with it that's all I care about so I'm going to go straight into the episode today because I'm quite excited about this one because I've mentioned it quite a lot and I don't really go into it in too much depth but today I want to talk about all things university. As we know from my last episode I talked about how I've dropped out of university temporarily for the year. That's what I've put down on the forms of like dropping out because it is quite a long process it's not just like you click a button to hit pause you've got to fill in why you're having a year out, um, when do you think you'll come back, etc. And I can have this break up to three years, I think it is, before I have to have, like, a huge meeting with, like, the governors about, like, why I'm not coming back. Because, obviously, that they keep my place there. So it is going to be quite challenging, I think. But in my mind, I am going back after a year because I'll be with the same people, the same cohort, because everyone else is going on their year abroad and I'm not. And instead, I'm having a year out doing my dream job here from home and I'm just really excited to start and I start my job on Tuesday and because of that date obviously coming up really really quickly as it's now Sunday um I think today I've just been thinking about kind of how far I've come in terms of I've finally listened to myself in the fact that I've been needing to drop out of uni since I got there and I'm gonna go right from the beginning even though I have mentioned this a few times but this is just one podcast episode to keep it all into place And I'll definitely do another one when I finish uni, hopefully um, in, how long is it now? In two years time. And it's a bit weird because my sister who, my twin sister, so we went to uni at the same time and she was going to do a placement year as well. So we were both going to graduate at the same time, whether I was doing a year abroad or not. And she hasn't got a placement job, so she's just decided to go straight into her final year, which is crazy because she's going to be graduating this time next year. And my boyfriend's graduating on Wednesday. So it's just, there's a lot going on right now. So that's why I've not done an episode in a while. But yeah. So I start my job on Tuesday. And it's my dream job. And I've been kind of hard on myself lately in terms of, oh, Ellie, like, why are you dropping out of uni? And I'm kind of, I'm not regretting it. But in a way, I'm thinking, was it the right decision? 
And the truth is, we never really know if the things we decide is right. We never know if we did make the right decision, but that's the point of it. You can't go back, so there's no point dwelling on it. And I say this so many times, the 5 by 5 rule. If it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five seconds or even five minutes dwelling on it. And... I think that that is just so powerful and I don't think we use it enough and we definitely need to start practicing this more and I said this on my last blog post if you follow me over on Pepetto. Um It's a very powerful tool that we can use in order to stay grounded, stay present and not keep worrying about the past or the future and I've been worrying about it a lot recently because I'm starting my new job, my boyfriend is starting his job in September I'll be part-time but he'll be full-time and it's in my mind like when are we going to see each other it's going to be chaotic because we still live an hour away from each other and I've been worrying about that and I had a little episode last night when I was just a bit panicky and just literally kind of just like rethinking my life and I'm just like no Ellie stop this morning I woke up and I've had a really lovely day I've just been for breakfast with my dad and I think we all need to do that every now and again by the way just spend some time with your family, just hit, hit pause on whatever you're doing, no matter what age you are, what you're doing, hit pause and spend time with people who, they're going to be around for ages, like your family, you know, like, they're the one thing in your life that is going to stay by your side, so, anyway, we're going off on a tangent, back to the whole thing of university, so I went, um, two years ago now to university, um, in 2021, so it was just after Covid, and if you've been following this podcast and my blog for a while or even my Instagram pages you'll know that I suffered with anorexia or to be fair I just say eating disorder but that was what I was diagnosed with and so I was struggling with an eating disorder for the last two years of when I was at school so in sixth form um between the ages of like 16 and 18 and honestly that had been going on since about age 12. There's been something just um put in my brain at that age where I was so focused on you need to be skinny and you need to have abs and you can't have carbs and it just progressed so much and especially during Covid and I think a lot of us can say that I feel like nowadays people who have suffered with eating disorders a lot of them now were during Covid and I'm really proud that during Covid that's when everything about eating disorders was coming out um because I didn't really hear about eating disorders before then and I just kind of realised that I had one and it was just this really weird time when I was trying to recover and then didn't but I am over a year in recovery now which is just insane and having done that whilst being at university has been the hardest challenge but I went in September after saying a month before I'm not going. I said to my parents I'm not going, I'm not well, I can't go, I cannot look after myself because I just knew that being alone next to the gym and like being in charge of my own food that just would not go well and it didn't go well and I didn't realise that at the time and I thought I was being, I thought I was like doing better by the fact that I was eating a bit more let's say but it was just no carbs at all and it was kind of the extreme of just focusing on gym and being toned and it was just a different extreme to what I was doing at home at home I just wasn't eating and I was doing cardio every day but this time it was just gym and just yeah I'm eating but it would be very limited carbs and no protein like it was just a really bad diet but we're not here to talk about that today but that is kind of a huge part of why university just wasn't it for me because my eating disorder also taught me 
not it's taught I don't know if that's the right word but it kind of taught me into thinking or like put, put my mindset into the fact that oh yeah you can't be social social is bad because that means you you'll drink you'll drink calories you'll go out and have food calories like it's bad for you and on top of that I just didn't have the energy to do it I was so irritable I had no energy I was tired all the time I was grumpy it was like being on your period all the time that's the best way to explain it if you're like if you've never experienced it which I hope you haven't experienced it but it was just horrible because you know like when you haven't eaten you're fucking hungry like excuse the language but you know what I mean so I was just hungry all the time and it wasn't even the food it was just the fact that I just was using up all my energy every day doing exercise and thinking about doing exercise so that was why I really could not be social at uni and that definitely jeopardized my time at uni and kind of a huge reason why I'm not going to be continuing on with my course this year and it's kind of crazy to think about how that put me in that position because now I thought that having spent a long time especially over the summer between year one and year two focusing on recovery it's kind of weird how I know that that does still play a part because I'm still thinking about it and I have spoken to this uh, I have spoken about this before about the fact that I still think in my mind, in kind of the ED part of my brain, which still exists, and it will always exist, I just, I'm so much better at pushing it down now, but it's so tied with university, because I never really wanted to go because of that, and it's just so tied to it that, for some reason, I've just got a block on university, if that, it's really hard to explain, but that's how I do think it works, it's like, I wasn't meant to go to university, at that stage I did and I know I can't dwell on the past I can't think about that I, I went and I have had a good few times there but it's just this kind of pattern in my brain that every time I'm back at university I've got to really, like turn back to the eating disorder part of my brain which is just really really weird it's I, I don't know how to explain it in a very like much more articulate way than that but it's it is weird that it's just kind of oh because you started university deep into your ED you still have an ED. It's kind of just tied in that way that I can't move past that until I'm not at uni anymore, which is why I'm, I am happy to have a break. And that is another reason why I'm having a break. So I can have a long think about why I still tie my identity to someone who had or still has anorexia. And it's like, I don't get upset about talking about it anymore, but it just kind of baffles my mind that I ever went through that. Because if you see me now, I eat so much food in a day I love food if someone says do you want to go out for food I am so excited my boyfriend just knows when I need food I just shout at him I'm so angry and I feel so bad but I just I cannot be hungry <laughs> do not be around me when I'm hungry um but yeah I still hate it when people are like oh you're probably just hungry I still hate that so much I don't know why I just hate it when people say that because when I didn't eat I hated it so much so I'm like I don't need food and I just still react that kind of way it is it's kind of funny now um but anyway so I was still in that dark place when I went to university and that just meant that I when I went to uni I thought I had to throw myself into absolutely everything so I'm going to talk about the kind of social bit now and yeah I just thought I just had to throw myself in and I play hockey so I thought okay join the sports team I always thought that for university you have to join a sports team because my brother did he was social secretary of the rugby um society at Exeter University so if you know a bit about rugby or a bit about universities you will kind of understand what that means but yeah and I had a lot of pressure on me and 
the hockey group were very very um accepting and welcoming there was they were like the loveliest people don't get me wrong but and they said like there's no pressure to drink anymore because like obviously the university and the student union said that a lot because they know the drinking culture in sports society so they would definitely like kept on top of them like you you cannot pressure freshers to drink of course like they still kind of have to like that's the fun of it I do get it it's the fun of it to pressure the freshers into drinking and to doing stupid things to an extent don't get me wrong um but I remember the initiations into the club it wasn't that bad I thought it was going to be way worse from what I've heard about and it really wasn't that bad. The worst thing was we just had to stand in a paddling pool and pour baked beans over us and, like, them just, like, splash it all over us while we sang, like, the club chant, which was quite fun. And we were all drunk at that point anyway because it was, like, a whole night of doing random stuff. Um, but, yeah, it just wasn't really that bad. Like, I, I didn't think it was horrific, to be honest. But anyway, um... That was a big part of my first term at university, but I quit hockey in the second term because I just, I just couldn't do it, and I, I obviously I paid all the fees and everything, but I just could not do it. It was just draining me because I didn't want to go to the socials, and because I didn't go to the socials, I wasn't friends with everyone, so it was just really um, I don't know. But I did go to the preseason in the August, I think it was, so I did know people, and I'm so happy I went on that preseason. Um, but yeah, it was still very, very, um, new to me for that kind of thing, because again, we just came out of COVID, and uh, again, COVID definitely hit me hard, I guess, and, but then it hit everyone hard with the social side. Anyway, that was hockey, and I quit, and I was so happy that I quit, my parents were a bit like, don't quit, but then they understood that I just did not want to go anymore, and it's, it was really sad, because I love playing hockey so much, but I just couldn't do it at uni, and do I regret it? Yeah, I wish I did carry on. And I hate having regrets, but I do wish I did carry on. But I'm going to go back in final year, I think, because that'll be really, really fun. And I might even try dance as well, because I'll be in a much better headspace. But again, I don't want to put any pressure on myself. Anyway, in the December, I have definitely mentioned this before, um, I wanted to drop out. And I wanted to drop out, I think just once before, um, when... I had a really bad night out and I just really wanted to come home and not go back. But it was kind of the last week of term and I went home the weekend before because I had a huge... We did a night out and I just don't remember it. <laughs> it was just a... We just had spoons. It was just like for someone's birthday we went out and I got really drunk and then the next day like the anxiety was so bad that I just got on a train and went home and I left all my stuff at uni and... I, yeah, I was just an absolute wreck, and I was like, I'm not going back, and then the whole of Christmas, I just was just saying, I'm not going back, I'm not going back, and then literally the week before, I went back in January, I was like, yeah, I'm going back, I went back, within a day of being there, I was an absolute mess, and I, my parents were like, right, stay there for a week, and then see how bad it gets, and it just got so bad, so I came home, and then that's when we decided to I was at home for two weeks, I spoke to my tutor, I said I'm going to be at home for two weeks, I'm going to miss some classes, but I just cannot be at uni right now, there's a lot going on, I just don't want to be here, there's potential of me dropping out, but I didn't want to say that, obviously. Um, but I was at home and we decided to take my car to uni with me, because it was only an hour away for me, like my university is so close to me, so 
my mum found a parking space for me nearby, I paid for that each month, it was, I think it was only 50 quid a month, it was, a, it was really cheap, so I didn't feel bad, but, so I, every weekend I went home, which helped so much, but then I got into the point of waiting for the weekend, and waiting for the next thing where I could get away from uni, and this time was the time where it really hit me that I just did not speak to anyone. I did not do the nights out, I did not celebrate birthdays with people, I did not speak to the flat and all I did was go in there to get food. I was eating a bit better because I was focusing on kind of strength over cardio in the gym but I still spent over two hours in there, still doing cardio but I was just walking I think but it was still really bad but I was eating bagels and everything at that point but still not enough food for what I was doing and it was still very much focused on the gym and I I just remember I was just I just could not be social and it is kind of just a big black mark on my brain like I just don't really remember it now and I remember speaking to my flat this year which I'll get on to about how I was just so much better this year because I was actually wanting to partake in all the activities but anyway so then that was kind of the end of term two and then I remember I went to, I think, two hockey sessions towards the end of term because my parents were like, just just go and do it. So I was feeling a little bit better by the end of term because it was a little bit warmer when it got to March. Um, and so I bought a ticket for the hockey sports ball. And the day of that, because that was the last day of term in the March, and I remember I just did not want to go because I think I came home the weekend before and I was like, I really don't want to go. But my mum bought me a new dress as well and some shoes and she came that day because we had to move all of our stuff out of our accommodation just the block I was in because they were using that block for I think like uh, spring holiday Easter camp for like kids and stuff so we had to move all of our stuff out to then move it all back in for the summer term so my mum and dad came that day the last day of term for the ball just to give me a pep talk really but also to get all my stuff but basically just give me a huge pep talk of like come on just do it and my mum then gave me then a new clutch bag and a new lip gloss and was like Ellie just go just you'll have fun because I was just really 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 um anxious about going to like the pre's and get into the venue because obviously I knew all the girls there still and I still saw them around campus I met a couple of them for coffee a few times so I was just really like nervous about where to go for pre's so I phoned one of the girls like can I please meet you beforehand can we go over together they're like yeah that's absolutely fine so we did and I had a really good time it was a really good night and <laughs> it was quite funny because everyone was getting ready to leave the ball to go to someone's house for pre's but I was like uh, not pre's sorry for afters and I was like no so I just called myself an uber because I was a bit drunk I wasn't that drunk though um and then I just went home went straight into bed and it was a really good night like I phoned my mum about midnight and I was just like mum thank you I had a really good night and yeah it was it was really really nice it was a really nice evening but then I was the last day of term so I was just so happy to go home and then that's when I decided I needed needed a change so over Easter I went on holiday with my mum and we just kind of had a big but I had a big thing I had a big like revelation of right Ellie you need to change you need to get better you need to do all this you need to properly choose life for you and start doing the things you want to do again and don't be a moping sod all the time so I went back for the summer term and really focused on me my mum made a meal plan for me I was going to therapy as well and it was a lot better it was definitely a lot better the fact that I decided to start recovery for me and 
I was loving it. It was sunny, it was so nice, like that was the best few months ever. And I had my exams online, so I was doing them from home and it was just so fun. Like that last month I was going out with my friends and they were like, oh wow Ellie, you're coming out because for the whole year though they always knocked on my door and always asked if I wanted to go out. Because the first time obviously I was the fun one, I was always there. I was like the mum of the group, I was the partier. But yeah, it kind of got to a point where I just don't want to do it anymore. But then they were still all so nice to me and I've lived with them this year as well. But yeah, so the, the year did finish on a big win. And then over the summer, I had, that was the best summer in the bloody, like it was just the best summer. I went to so many places and I met my boyfriend and I got tattoos. Like it was honestly the kind of um, summer that you just dream of. It's like a, it was like a TV show. <laughs> And it was just so fun, like I did not rest all summer, like I was working, it was just such a good summer because I I was recovering. And it was because I had to, in a way, but in a good way, because I already decided I wanted to, but then because I was travelling and doing all these different things and working, like I knew I needed to eat and I, need, I needed to put gym and exercise to the bottom of my priorities and it was just amazing. So then after the summer, I was thinking towards the end, it was about the middle of August, I wasn't like me and my boyfriend weren't together together but we pretty much were it's kind of I think I've talked about our kind of story and I, I think I will do an episode on this just because it's so funny how we met because we met at work working on that summer camp and we just thought it was like a summer camp it was for 16 year olds basically and we were like oh it's going to be like a love island for 16 year olds because it was there was a lot going on during that and we had to try and stop it but I was just like they're 16 they're gonna do stuff you know and so we met kind of like how the 16 year olds all met and we kind of got together and literally on the, on our first date because we'd spent like a couple of weeks like working together I was just like we're gonna get on so well and we did and we're still together now almost a year later it's almost been a year since we've met which is just insane to me because it's gone so quickly and yeah it was just a really fun few weeks of us kind of just getting together because we had to meet our parents first because we were both home from uni so it was just really quick paced but I really enjoyed that because that was my summer of being really spontaneous and it was just really 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 fun and I really enjoyed it it was a really good summer and I'm going to keep going on about it and I've done so many podcasts about it but it was great. So in August I remember I was meant to go over to my boyfriend's house to meet his parents properly I think it was and I remember having a huge breakdown and I was working that week as well and it was on I think it was the Tuesday or the Monday night and I had a huge breakdown about going back to uni and because I was watching a YouTube video of Linda Sun if you follow her you know what you're doing you're amazing if you follow her because she's incredible with what she talks about with her relationship with food and exercise and just burnout and all of that and she is literally my idol even more so than Taylor Swift I would say in that kind of aspect and that's a lot to say but she is just insane I love her so much and she was talking about how she dropped out of uni as well and she said it was the best decision of her life and she had time to really focus on her so I, I kind of latched onto that and thought okay I'm not going back and I remember just even now like every time I had to go back to uni even if I was just at home for the weekend I just never wanted to go back literally since the first weekend I came back from uni in first term of first year I just never wanted to go back and I think I should have known then that I should have just changed my mind about it but we carried on and that's fine so I had this huge breakdown and I, I called Tom just thinking sorry I won't be able to come over tomorrow night because I've had a huge breakdown and I kind of just want to talk to my parents I'll, I'll see you at the end of the week and he was like okay I get it 
But then I went back to uni and it was great. And I went back for pre-season for hockey. However, I went to one session. It was the gym session, so it wasn't even the hockey session. But I did that and just I was emotionally drained I was so anxious and so I just didn't go to any more but it was really nice to see everyone just for that one time but yeah I did not go back and I remember being really upset about it because I really 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 wanted to prove to myself that I could do it but I couldn't do it and is that annoying yeah it was very annoying but things happen for a reason and I'm always going to say that so I didn't go back to hockey so I just said right so this year I've I'm in recovery and I'm doing great. I want to be social now because over the summer I went on loads of nights out and I did not feel, I probably, no, I definitely did feel that guilt afterwards and wanted to restrict, but I definitely pushed that away. And I definitely learned that more so with having a boyfriend who just eats pizza and drinks beer a lot and doesn't care about what he eats. And he really helped me recover. And because on our first date, he saw my tattoo of the, um, American Association for Eating Disorders for it's the NEDA symbol if you know that one. I think I have shared it before on my blog and on my Instagram so go over there and check it out. It's It was the first tattoo I got and I wanted it the, literally the day I booked the tattoo it was for that day as well. I found that and I was like I'm gonna get this and I love it so much it's a huge reminder for me to just keep going when on those bad days I look at it and think you are better than this just keep going. Um, so on our first date he saw that tattoo then I had to talk to him and just tell him about what it was and that was very it was a um what's it called an icebreaker it was just like yeah this is who I am and I saw his face be a bit like oh oh okay <laughs> but no he definitely helped me so much through it and he was he'd been so patient so on those days where I do slip a bit and I do want to restrict he's always there for me and think just think how much better you are than this and think how much you've grown since you were in like those dark days and I just think I'm so glad you didn't know me before the summer because I was an absolute mess but anyway I went back to uni and I was social and it was the best I remember the first month back just before classes started because I went back in the September and my new flat um that I was in was right in the middle of town so I just had access to everything and it was just I've never had that because I live in the countryside here and first year at uni it was accommodation in halls nowhere near anywhere it was just in its own little bubble so there was nowhere to go so I was just so happy that I had new places to walk around and a new gym and it was just so fun and I really really enjoyed the first month there and then seeing my boyfriend and because he was about an hour away at a different university so it was just really fun going to his going to my sister's I went a lot in Bath and yeah it was just a really fun few months until Christmas happened again and I was really enjoying the first time back and I was so social because I could because I was in recovery and I had no guilt about a night out anymore and you honestly this year in general anyway I've just been like an absolute club fiend it's I was just raving every single day and I loved it and me and my friend Zoe um because there were only three of us girls in the flat the rest of the boys we were all really good friends because we all lived with each other last year so but me and Zoe just always, always, always just watch TV with a bottle of Lambrini. I, I love Lambrini so much. It's 6% sparkling wine. It's so cheap and nasty, but it's so good. We always got that and a cheese board over the winter. Had that most days, just sat and watched loads of different TV shows. And it was just our favourite thing to do. Every single day, some days we were just like, especially in the winter when you had to get the bus into uni, when it was rainy or snowy or just cold, 
we'd both just like text each other in the morning like yeah we're not going in but the first few months I didn't have my car at uni because I didn't think that there was anywhere I could park it but then I realized behind my flat there were just so many like residential streets with all free parking so eventually I bought my car because at the start I was getting the train to see my boyfriend and it was 30 quid return every other weekend and it was just a lot of money so I thought right get my car it'll be a lot cheaper not a lot cheaper but it was an hour drive so it was not a lot of fuel so I started doing that instead and he got his car as well so it's just a lot more easier for us but yeah and then it, that time went really quickly and it was a really really fun time of just getting back into the uni grind I was loving it absolutely loving going to seminars but then Christmas hit and Christmas I did not think about uni at all I had a really great Christmas with my family with Tom and his family and then when I went back in January god this is oh see this is exactly why I knew I should have dropped out because again it hit me where I had to go back to uni and I didn't want to because every time I was at Tom's house for the weekend I never wanted to go back to my uni and I just don't know why I don't like uni like I'm gonna say this now sometimes if you want to drop out or you're not enjoying it there isn't a one reason why you don't enjoy uni and it's just different for everyone like there are certain aspects that people don't like and it wasn't that I didn't like the social side or the clubbing side or the studying side there was no one thing I hated because I love partying and I love studying but there wasn't a thing I hated which made it really harder to make a decision but I went back after Christmas and my parents were away on holiday just before we, me and my sister were due to go back to our unis and so it was just us kids at home and my boyfriend had a huge deadline due so I couldn't see him for about two, two and a half weeks. But I remember I dropped my sister off a couple of days before I went back to uni. I dropped her off in Bath, we stayed over for the night, we had a really really fun night together, just us two in her house and I came back the next day and my brother was also at a friend's house so just me home alone and I was going to go back that day on the Thursday so a few days before term started on the Monday and I was going to go back that day I'd packed up my car again but I just I remember I sat down and I just went I'm not going back and I just started crying and I hadn't even tried to go back yet and I was home alone and I didn't want to call my parents because they were on a couple's holiday in Antigua <laughs> all inclusive an amazing holiday so I didn't want to call them I didn't want to like ruin their fun or anything or be a burden which is horrible to think that I think like that but I just did not want to you know I just didn't want to disturb them so instead I just had a huge breakdown and I texted my boyfriend like I just don't want to go to uni can I come see you and he said no which was the first time he ever said that and I was like why but he had this huge deadline so I thought okay because I know how hard he works he did architecture so if you know what that's like, it's a horrible course. You're always working, it's all coursework based as well. So, and final year. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever. I was a bit annoyed because that's when I needed him the most, but I couldn't see him, which was very annoying, but it was okay. But it was a lot harder that my parents went there, but they knew that every single time I wanted to go back to uni, I didn't want to go back. And I found my sister like, I don't want to go back. And she said, well, you don't have to go back. You can go back on Sunday or even Monday. But I didn't want to be home alone either, but then at the flat there was no one back until Sunday anyway, so I was just in a big dilemma that I couldn't do anything. But the next day on the Friday I went back, and as soon as I got back and unpacked everything, that's when I had the big meltdown, and I did not stop crying for a week. I'm not exaggerating, I stayed in bed for a week crying. I had no motivation to go to the gym, to eat, to do anything, and that was the one week I needed someone. I needed my sister, and... 
I did think a few times about going down to see her, but she had exams that week as well. So, you know, I just didn't want to burden her. I didn't want to burden my boyfriend or call my parents. But on the Sunday morning, I eventually built up the courage to phone my mum and said, mum, look, I don't want to be here again. And it's happening again. And I didn't know what to do. But my brother was at home. So my dad phoned my brother without me knowing, actually, and said, just beware that... (laughs) Ellie might be coming back because she's just doesn't want to be there again so just just like keep that in mind you know she might just turn up so then on the Sunday night when everyone in the flat got back and they found me crying in my room not quite that dramatically but just they saw me really upset and they're like what's wrong and I was like I just don't want to be here I want to go home they're like right okay they went out they got snacks they got a bottle of wine um I say they it was just Zoe <laughs> got a bottle of wine got some snacks um then we sat and watched some tv and I started talking and I was like, actually, no, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just watch some TV. But then I got a message from my brother saying, come home. I knew he was like, I heard you might be coming home. Um, come come now, I'll make you dinner. And I was like, oh, I just kind of want to stay here now. But I was like, I feel bad because he never does that. So instead I did, I went back, to, back home for a few days because I also got my hair done, which was really lovely. I got my hair blonde again which was a big change again because I hadn't had it blonde in like over a year at that point like a year and a half so I was really happy because I went back really dark again so I've missed blonde Ellie so much because I've had it dyed again since then and it's just I've missed my bleach blonde it does do me a lot but anyway I went home and then eventually I came back and I was still crying and I was speaking to my brother like I just don't want to be here and he just kept saying why and because he enjoyed uni so much. Even though he went to uni during COVID, he loved it so much. He just... Because he was just such a social freak. And I like thing that I am, but not in that environment. But anyway, I went back and kept phoning my boyfriend. Like, I just need to see you. I I can't be here. And then he just didn't realise, like, how upset I really was. Until eventually he had um, finished his deadline and then came round. I think it was on the Monday... Or it might have been on the Sunday, I'm not quite sure, but he came around straight away. And as soon as I saw him coming through the door, I started bawling my eyes out. And that's when he realised, like, shit, I should have been here. Because I, he wouldn't even let me go around to his house. I was like, can I please just come over? I don't care if you're working, I just need to be with someone. And he was like, why don't you just stay with your friends in the flat? I was like, I just, like, I know I want to be with you. I want to be with someone who knows me inside out. And he was like that's sweet but no and I was just really mad at him because I was just the one week I really needed him but anyway (laughs) I'm not gonna hold that grudge because I'm fine now but that was kind of the breaking point I guess and then the rest of that time I just did not really go to uni and then it was just a really really sad turn uh term then I came off the pill because my boyfriend was like it's not helping the pill is not helping so I came off the pill uh, kind of like mid-January and it did help a bit but it was still like the winter blues and just my thoughts anyway and it was just a really hard time again until kind of the end of the term when okay this is when my um mum knew I wasn't going to do a year abroad and she definitely knew that then and I was meant to go to Berlin with the German society at uni so yeah I was part of German society I was the um, publicity officer, so I was doing all the social media posts, and we went to go to Berlin, just on, like, German tour, it was just, it wasn't, it was, it was a holiday, we were just going drinking, and I'd paid, I'd paid £200 to go, which was really cheap, (laughs) for, like, 
four or five days. It was really good um, to cover literally everything there other than food. But it was, yeah, it was going to be so good. But the day I went, because we were all going from uni together. And so I, my mum dropped me off at uni um, early that day. We weren't leaving till midnight because our flight was at about 6am. So we were getting a bus to the airport, which is in London. But I just didn't want to go. And that whole day, the day before, I was like, mum, I just don't want to go. It's so much effort to go with the anxiety of getting there, having to stay up all night ready to go out to the airport. I got there and then I was just crying all night trying to think of like how I was going to get to the airport and what to do and I just wish I went over to my friend's house who was going and just stayed with her and just like was just with her instead because then I would have gone but I didn't go and I wasted £200 on that but I didn't go and then then that was when I, I knew that I just wouldn't do my year abroad and I don't know what it was, it was just insane anxiety about going and I just thought, right, Ellie, just don't go because I, I would have been grumpy the whole time and I probably would have tried to find a flight home like earlier than everyone else, but it was a very stressful time and I felt really bad, like I was crying the whole night, I didn't go to sleep actually and then so I had to get a train home the next day and I was absolutely shattered, but I got myself out of bed um, earlier in the morning because obviously I didn't sleep and I took myself out for a bagel because the bagels in Berlin, if you've ever been, because it's kind of like Americanized, but they're insane. Uh, a lax bagel, which is salmon, just, oh my God. But I went, there was a really nice bagel place where I was living. So I went over there and got myself one of them, got the earliest train back. And yeah, my mum was a bit annoyed because obviously it was my money, but she was a bit annoyed like, you should have gone, but she was like, right there in the car from the train station, she was like, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about your year abroad. I was like, yeah, I know. But the whole thing is about the year abroad is that, since applying for where I wanted to go, because the, the um, I wanted to go to Madrid, but they didn't have a partner university in Madrid, and it was just so much effort, and I just didn't get the one I wanted to do. And uh, yeah, it was just really, 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 I don't know, I keep saying, I keep doing that, I keep going really, 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 but anyway, um, it, I just did not have my heart set on it, I just wasn't excited, I wasn't planning or looking at accommodation, I wasn't actively thinking about my year abroad, and that's, I should have known earlier that I wasn't going to go on it, and it's just kind of looking back now, like, yeah, I was definitely foreshadowing not going, I was definitely not wanting to go, but I went back, no, the end of the Easter holidays was when a lot of things happened, in all in one week there was a lot of um I don't know what the word is a lot of turbulence I guess in my life I think certain things happened um a big thing came out and uh, that I don't really want to talk about but my grandma was in the hospital my cat died um it was a very horrible week and my boyfriend came over at the end of that week and was just like I'm so sorry and he just spent the whole weekend with me. I was literally crying the whole week because it was just the worst week of my life. And anyway, <laughs> moving past that, like that's the bit I'm getting emotional about. Just that week was absolutely horrendous. But I went on a holiday with my parents the last week of Easter and that was when it hit me that I was not returning to uni. When we flew back from holiday, even though during that holiday, um, I was, I remember journaling. It was, <laughs> these journal entries were so funny. One day, like, halfway through the holiday, it, we were only there for about five days, but I remember writing, like, come on, Ellie, this is your dream to do a year abroad, to get, like, a first in your exams, and be really hard, like, you've been dreaming about university since you were 12 years old, yeah, you can do this, come on, girl, and then the next day, I wrote, 
Dreams change. You don't have to be that same person you were when you were 12. You've grown up since then. Things have changed. Things have gone down a different path. You're not the same person you were, like, nearly eight, well, about eight years ago now. And I was just like, yeah, Ellie, you don't have to do uni if you don't want to. And I remember in the airport flying home, me and mum had that discussion. We had a very early flight. It was like 5am, we were in the airport, and I was bawling my eyes out, like, I'm, I don't want to go back. Because we were meant, I was meant to go back to uni that day because it was the Tuesday, so I'd already missed a couple of days of time anyway. But I remember I just did not want to go back. And she, I remember on the car on the way back, I was like, right, I'm going to get home, pack up all my stuff and just go. So I'm just there. And my parents were like, Ellie, you've got to think about this. You can't just do that again then get there and want to come home again. Like you always do. You hate it there. And I go, yeah, I know. But yeah, that was very, I don't know what the word is, very overwhelming. The fact that I was like, yeah, I've got to go back, but I don't want to go back. Well, I was trying to force myself to go back, but then I didn't. And then that day, I remember I booked a call with the school counsellor. I, um, I didn't phone. I emailed my tutor saying, yeah, I want to drop out. What are the options? I did so much admin that day and I just felt so happy about that, basically. Very quickly, I decided that a year out was exactly what I needed to do. And I remember discussing that in the airport and even the night before when we were about to leave. Um, about to leave Portugal and I said yeah I think I really want a year out and I started kind of looking around for jobs and I just decided that I wanted to pursue my social media and my content creation and that's exactly what I did do and I got a job at the end of June so basically I decided that I was going to carry on with my exams but I wasn't going to go back to uni until my exams started because we had three weeks before exams that were like all revision sessions that I still had to attend but I emailed my tutor and that was all fine and I looked on my attendance and they marked me all as absent, uh, not absent, sorry, um, present. So I was like, that's good. Like, thank you for that. Because I emailed all of them saying, yeah, sorry, I'm going through some things right now. I'm not going to be there. I hope this is okay. And I think my tutor all messaged them as well saying, yeah, can you make sure that her attendance isn't all the way down? But obviously I've got a reason why I wouldn't be there anyway. So I didn't go back and I had a really nice few weeks here and my parents were being so lovely to me and they were I was really surprised at how understanding my parents were especially my dad and it made me feel a lot better that they were really supportive and they just knew I remember I heard them talking saying yeah like she's not happy there and she just does not want to do uni anymore and that's absolutely fine because I remember speaking to them that I was like I don't know what's wrong because I love uni so much and it's been my dream for so long and they were like but dreams can change and that's why I did that whole blog post and that um podcast episode about that because I was like yeah I need to get this out there because a lot of people want to pursue uni even though it's not for everyone and I hope that there are people out there who listen to this or read my other posts about yeah like you don't have to do uni you don't have to do things that society or parents push you to do or just because everyone else is doing it you don't have to do it like you don't fit in the mold that you don't want to fit into and I learned that the hard way about struggling for two years and even though this year was a lot better I still did not enjoy it as much as I should have and it is crazy how even though a year can be so much better than the last year especially that I was recovered and I'm doing so much better than I was this time last year and it yeah it's just really really crazy to me that that kind of happened and I still had a really shit year. Having a boyfriend definitely helped though because there was another escape for me and it wasn't just at home. I wasn't as home as I w- much as I was last year. I was always at my boyfriend's house or at my sister's house in Bath and but then I, did, I do realise now that I just always wanted an escape from uni and I always was waiting for the weekend when I could see my boyfriend or when we were doing things and 
that's why it's really sad. <laughs> but now everything's working out exactly how I wanted it to and I've literally got my dream job and it's part-time so I can also use this year to focus on pursuing my career but then also focusing on pursuing me and really focusing on me again and I've missed that so much because I think also being in a relationship and it's not on purpose it's just subconsciously you do lose yourself a bit and I have realised I've done that and like I love getting up early I love doing a workout in the morning and being with my boyfriend who sleeps until midday most days I hated doing that and I it was it was kind of my challenge um during recovery because that was a huge thing for me like I had to get up early even if I didn't do anything again that was a big thing for me not doing a workout first thing in the morning but I remember that that was a huge challenge for me but I every time I am with my boyfriend even now I'm like Ellie it's okay to sleep until late you can still do it it's absolutely fine and yeah so now I'm in such a better place. Yeah, I had a huge breakdown last night, but I think that is hormones um, and everything is changing. And I've had a very, very hectic week. So with my birthday and with seeing people and doing things. So it has been kind of a breath of fresh air today that I went out for breakfast with my dad and I just had a Ellie day today and it's been so much nicer. And I think today's episode is a very long one. I, I do apologize for that, but I hope it has kind of helped someone realize that you don't have to do things that you think you have to do, whether that's pressure from yourself or whether it's pressure from other people in your life or society. You don't have to do it, you can do other things. And I preach this so much that just do what you wanna do, even if people think it's bad or wrong or not the right way to do life. Like, just do what you wanna do and yeah, just enjoy it, enjoy it every day. And that's what I need to focus on again, just about being present and enjoying every day and not dwell on the future or the past and yeah that's kind of what I have advice on so if people want me to do kind of a I want to do a Q&A about uni because this one was supposed to be well no it has been about the highs and lows of university and I have enjoyed it and I'm not saying I'm not going back I plan to go back uh next year by the moment I'm just focusing on right now and having time this year to really think about what I want because I wasn't I tried to do that at the end of April I just tried to figure out exactly what I want to do in life but I'm like no Ellie just have a year out first I just said to myself right decide that you're having a year out and then the rest will follow not as in just wait for it to happen I did have to work to get this job and have to work to do my exams and the exams did not go as well as I wanted them to because obviously I had no motivation to revise I had no motivation to do them but I do have leniency in my exams I believe which is good because of the I've applied for mitigating circumstances and they knew my position right now and they knew that I'm dropping out. So I am very happy. Like that was the one condition my parents said was to um, do your exams. Just so you've got two years under your belt. You've got most of your degree now. You've just got the final year to do. And so what, you're not having a year out. It's, it is a bit upsetting because one of my dreams was to do that and to live in Berlin or to live in Madrid. And yeah, I'm not doing it now, but you know, things happen for a reason. I wasn't meant to go. So I'm living at home for the year and that's absolutely fine. You don't have to move out as soon as you're 18. You don't have to go to uni, you don't have to do all these things you think you do. And yeah, I'm kind of, no, I'm not kind of, I am very excited for this next chapter of my life and it's all starting very, very soon. So if you're at a similar situation right now, I hope you latch onto the excitement of it. And yeah, it's scary and there is a lot of fear and anxiety involved, but I'm more excited to just start and I'm so excited for my first day on Tuesday and yeah 
I will let you know how it goes and I hope you have a fantastic Sunday. I know I will be. I'm going to be watching Netflix for the rest of the day. <laughs> so yeah, be kind to yourself as well because I've been under a lot of pressure this week with just being social and I've not been that social in so long with that many people because we had a few birthday parties and yeah, it has been a very stressful week. It's been a very long week. So hopefully soon, not soon, I mean right now, I'm just going to have a big chill on my own and yeah, I'm going to be starting work, but it's three days a week. I can definitely do that. My boyfriend's graduating this week, so I will go to that, hopefully. Well, no, I can't go to the day because I'm working, unfortunately, but I'm going to go to the night on Wednesday just to congratulate him and everything. Obviously not drink because I'm working the next day, but then I'm thinking of going on the weekend to fully celebrate his um, graduation. So yeah, that's going to be really fun. And yeah, I hope you have a good day. And I'll speak to you guys very soon. Goodbye.